0: How do you feel? What is wrong with you? What did you do?
1: Like to you? Person like I no. stuff when you're sleeping for sure. Oh. Um. <laughs>
0: welcome 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 nerds and nerdettes welcome obscurials of all shapes and sizes this is
1: the The nerd Nerd obscurial Obscurial podcast Podcast. hi i'm eric and i'm the oklahoma kid
0: so we're on episode two here actually i want to talk about some of that intro and last episode because you know we described two mantras if you will and let's just explain it here. Let's get it all out. So, actually, the first one wasn't the feel-better one. The first one, in my opinion, was... Let Can't cage the rage. Oh, Jesus. That's one of your catch, catchphrases. Catchphrase you number two, it making a comeback. Number two. Let the freak flag fly. Right? Right. That's the, the first guiding light mantra uh, of this podcast. Number two... The fail better is a Samuel Beckett quote. Ever try, ever fail, never mind. Try again, fail again, fail better. Um, a third one for me, and I'm just speaking personally here, so if, if you disagree, please speak up. And I'm going to get long-winded, and I'm sorry about that, but you need to know the setup in order to actually have the words mean what it means to mm-hmm. me. So it's uh, about... This architect named Gaudi. is one of the kind of most influential architects of the twentieth century. His masterwork was the Sangrada Familia in Barcelona. A very impressive cathedral. And it's actually, mm. I gotta, you know, say kind of cool because it's one one of the only you know, there's the Duomo and there's all this stuff in mm. the Middle Ages. There hasn't been a great work, even if it's religious, of architecture, yeah. you know, besides the Sangrada Familia in the last 100, 150 years at least. And he was talking to this reporter and the reporter was asking, like, when I was in Barcelona, there were still a bunch of scaffolding. They were still working on it. It's still mm-hmm. a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And the reporter was asking, like, you've been working on this one spire or section or whatever of this cathedral. And we've checked every window in the building. We've checked every window surrounding the building. No one can see it. Like literally there's no angle that you'll be able to see this unless you're on like a drone or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it may have been a question so long ago, drone wasn't even a thing yet, right? Mm -hmm. No one can see this. Why are you spending two years on this thing that no one's going to see? And the response was the angels will see it. Which, you know, we're not religious, we're not creating a, a, a church or anything, There's no uh, leap of faith, God thing Speak about yourself. our podcast. Hail Cthulhu. I, I do kind of feel that's a guiding light expression, the angels will see it, because, I mean, that's why we're here. The numbers mm-hmm. tell you that, like, when it comes down to it, this is likely obscurity rather than Joe Rogan hundred a million dollar mm. podcast career at uh, spotify you okay. know that's that's lottery stuff that being yes. by lightning stuff over yes there. most
1: people are not wildly wildly right. successful at and
0: things. i don't even know if we're ever gonna get sponsors on this thing i don't know if anyone's ever uh, gonna
1: pretzels. listen to the thing pretzels brought to you by pretzels i America's sponsor bread. pretzels life
0: it doesn't go the other way around <laughs> if you're an american you sponsor pretzels not the other way around. They don't sponsor you. You are the one who's putting the pretzels out there because that's America. American's bread. America's bread. So you did it right. I always do it wrong. I always do it wrong. But I think, I think especially in this digital age, there's a lot of metrics of what success is. Mm-hmm. And I know there gets a lot of stupid platitudes of like arts for art's sake and stuff like that. But like frankly – it is just the the process of doing this it is the release of the nerd obscurial mm-hmm. rather than having it you know wreck havoc inside why this is done and so i don't know do you feel the same way or do you do you kind of want
1: to play the game and get paid no. uh no you're you're correct yes
0: so let's talk about tonight's episode it, people who weren't listening to the other one or whatever how do you know it's nighttime? time right <laughs> Because I don't got time in the day for this. <laughs> but uh, the the list for, for people who were listening before, we're, we're still on. We're in the first couple weeks of. First couple seasons of the Disney Plus MCU series. WandaVision, the first one, and then the second one being um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We came up with ideas. We talked about. Vision Quest was your one.
1: Yeah, I want I want Vision to get a spinoff.
0: And the mine was about um, the kids and yeah. the Mephisto connection. Introducing Mephisto. Right. So we're going to continue on. I'm going to keep working on my WandaVision. I, think I got two and two, so I'm going to do my Me second well. one. So, okay, we're going to finish up WandaVision tonight, hopefully. Yeah. Then we also got our little games before that. Next coming up is going to be the lightning round. For the stakes, as always, is who gets to do the side-off. And I won last time, and so I know you're gunning to be able to get your last two cents in as well. Mm -hmm. We'll see you on the other side of the brick. So welcome back. We're doing the lightning round. Now, you know, last episode, episode one, it's a pilot kind of, you know, but also we're probably going to be working a lot on retooling everything, trying to get things better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, last time, lightning round, we did alternating turns. And this time, we're going to be trying up the one list, then second list. You know, one person goes, the other person goes as a full list rather than in yeah. between. So, I guess, let us know which one you like the best. If you've been listening to both and you think one's better than the other, we are, you know, malleable to uh, considerations. But let's try it this way and see see what happens, guys. Let's do it. Okay, so because I won episode one, I am going to let you decide whether you want to kick or return Kick, meaning that you're getting all of the questions now. Return, it's it's opposite, but that sounds opposite. Come, Return. Yeah, you want to go second.
1: I want yeah. I want to bat in the bottom half.
0: Right, okay. That would be kick, though. Because no, actually, wait, no,
1: batting would be getting the questions, I guess. Okay, F- I wanna, fuck, I want fuck to, the
0: analogies. Do you want to go first or second? You second. want to go second. sports
1: analogies got way too
0: confusing. I want to give
1: it. my questions to you second.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, so I'm giving you the questions. You'll
1: ask first, then and I'll okay. answer first. So I'm like at back.
0: God so. damn! So I was confused from all of it. Uh, yeah. Even we were talking off mic, in the night, and now I'm I'm still I'm still not in it. Okay, I'm going first, asking the questions first. Here we are. Question number one: EZE equals MC squared. Is this something that
1: is about EZE yes. or Albert Einstein?
0: Yes, The right. Life of Easy E or The Life of Albert Einstein. Uh, he made his wife promise to always clean his clothes, feed him three meals a day, and leave the room anytime he didn't want to talk to her. He also had his stepdaughter relay messages to his mistress. Einstein. You are right. That's one, baby. Okay, we're on one. The Fifth Dimension. Is this a member of a theoretical physicist who wrote about the idea of the Fifth Dimension in a physics? physics term mm-hmm. or is this an artist is this a musician from the group the fifth dimension okay the 70s soul group fifth dimension i gotcha the name is oscar klein physicist okay Goddamn, you're doing good okay i think i actually have one
1: of his books and i'm not sure wow well, we were big just- flex big flex we were just organizing our books the other day, and so we were getting all the science books in one pile.
0: So okay, didn't... you are two for two so far. You're getting me a little intimidated. This next one's called Tony, Tony, Tony Braxton. Is this a song from Tony, Tony, Tony? Or Tony Braxton. Should I even listen? Should I even try? Will I just be hearing the same old lines, baby? Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony Braxton. I finally got one through. Yeah. That was Tony Braxton. I even named the song Love Should Have Brought You Home. All right. Notes from Velvet Underground. Is this a quote from a member of the Velvet Underground? Or? Or is this a quote from Notes from Underground by Fyodor Dostoevsky? All right. I swear to be too conscious is an illness. Um, uh, Velvet Underground. That is from Dostoevsky. Oh, all right. This next one is called Up in Smoke. Mm-hmm. Is this a barbecue rub or the name of a cannabis flower? Cosmo Q Honey Killer B. Meat rub. You are correct. Boom. My last one. So you are. I'm at you, three. You're at three of five. Yep. This is number six. Mm-hmm. The last one is called I am the Lizard King. I can do anything. Mm-hmm. Of these two profiles, which one goes by the name The Lizard King? Mm-hmm. A, Mike Plum, a 37-year-old skateboarder from Salt Lake City, or B, Jonathan Wittenhouse, a 43-year-old lounge singer from Tarpon Springs, Florida? Both. No.
1: No? It's not both?
0: I made up B, it was A, Mike Plum. I was going to say the A skateboarder. 37-year-old yeah. skateboarder, but you chose both. So you went three for three. You're batting 500. That's pretty good. That's right. pretty good. Let's, let's see what I can do.
1: Let's see
0: what you can do. I, I like those numbers. I will take three for three. And uh, this is definitely like a mind psych out thing. It's mm-hmm. more of like what will he be thinking I'm mm-hmm. going to do? Okay. Sorry. Lightning. All eyes. right. Let's go.
1: So I actually have the same categories because I actually came up with a lot. Big we flex. Gonna, Big flex. I thought we were going to do like one category a week and have seven. So I have Big multiple questions flex. for all these. Uh, kind of a big deal. Yes. In the category of lockdown, Mr. Spock. Is this uh, from Spock, the first lieutenant of the Enterprise, or John Locke, the moral philosopher?
0: In critical Maybe moments, the nerdiest thing ever said on the podcast so far, by the way.
1: No. <laughs> Sorry. Please, cat all that out, yes. please. In critical moments, men sometimes see exactly what they wish to see. I, Spock. Girl. Boom. That's One. It's when I got or when you I got you. that okay, was spot. Okay, That's from yeah. yeah. in the ring or on the range. Is this the ring okay, name of yeah, a wrestler yeah, or, a, a, yeah, another, or yeah or an old West outlaw Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas Page is a wrestler. He is indeed a wrestler. All right. In the category of West by Kanye West. Oh, is sure, this yeah. true of Yee himself or Yeezy? I don't know. What are we supposed to call him? It doesn't matter. Uh, Kanye West. uh, Or is this true of Cornell West, the political activist? This West's father was a member of the Black Panthers and a uh, glass ceiling breaking photojournalist. Kanye West. Yes, it was. All right. For the win. In the category of corn or porn, the U.S. makes up one third of all global consumers of this product. Corn. Corn. Correct. The... U.S. accounts for a lot higher in the consumption of porn. In the category that you pointed out should be called the West Wing. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, Was this Nixon or Nixon's head, played by Billy West on Futurama? I was not lying. I said things that later on seemed to be untrue. That was Nixon. That is a real quote from Nixon. And... For the for the grand slam, I guess, or no, the hatch. Uh, I don't know what would getting six out of the opposite of shutout. The, the bat, to bat one thousands. Right. Yeah, there it is. Anime or may not. Is there really an anime titled Samurai Pizza Cats? May not. Nope. Totally. Oh, ran. you got me on the last one. Not bat one thousand. <laughs> Couldn't get the perfect
0: game. Oh man, I was close though. I yeah, really that, thought that one, thought one yeah. I really thought that one was like a red herring like it was like it was just mild enough you know like if it's got too much spice to it it's like you can't make that up mm-hmm. but it was just mild enough that I thought you were throwing that under on me Yeah nice nice Okay well um and that's lightning round I get to do the sign off again sorry guys the Oklahoma kid will win one and you will get to hear him at the last moments I'm assuming very soon. Although maybe I got your number 5 for maybe 6. You, yeah. 5 for 6. Oh, you got to you're going to have to feel better, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, welcome back. We are doing our middle section here, which is the master this domain. Master of this domain. Okay, see, I asked Oklahoma to introduce it. He's like, no, you're always the one that introduced it. And then I always get it wrong. He always has to correct me. So it's like cut out the middleman for fuck's sake here. This is Oklahoma's bit. Why don't you give a little explanation and let us know what this week's topic is.
1: So I had an idea for what we think we could do on this podcast uh, would be I would find a ridiculous URL, you know, somethingsomething.com, and get see what you would guess is at that and compare it to what's actually at that. But and most of the things I looked up were actually not taken yet. Like no one had a website with this thing
0: because the Oklahoma's kids brain is too much for the Internet. That's the what it comes down to. Week. And I'm sticking by it. And it needs to be said every fucking week because it's true. Yeah. So, the, the stuff that even the internet isn't creative enough for. Exactly. This is where we're at. This what's, is where we're at.
1: What's this week's talk? Brought about. to you by pretzels. America's bread. Not American. <laughs> Not American bread. Uh, America's America's bread. Bread. America's bread. Salty, but sweet. Can be hard, but is often doughy. And is best dipped in mustard. Just like America, pretzels. They're for you now. They're for you always. They are America's bread. That's how it's done, motherfucker. Now
0: I have to question this though. Did you put it into porn sites? Because usually,
1: if something's happened, it oh no, existed, there was already there the was already porn, porn, porn sites is already, there was already made porn of it. it. But right, that's, right. but that's because it doesn't actually need to be on the internet to have porn of it. Right. It's just if you've thought of it. There's porn. There's of porn it. of it. Exactly. Yes. That's, and I that's had why. Of these, I had thought of these names. So even though someone was not using, like, for example, miceoncocaine.com, which was last week's episode, the yes. first one, uh, that was not on the internet, but there was already porn of miceoncocaine.com. On the internet. Sure. So okay. because they, you know, the second I thought it, so the second I way put of, those words together, another way, boom, of they were. They started of this the
0: episode. Is what's your new porn fetish?
1: So, uh, what, what's what's this week's? I porn take fetish? requests. So
0: you take requests. Yes. Wow. Uh,
1: what's this? You week? have to sign up for premium membership though. If you're a gold <laughs> card member, you know, I know. We can get into some <laughs> real weird <laughs> <laughs> You join the platinum. You join platinum level status. Yeah, we'll bury the body. Wow, wow! <laughs> if you come in a super executive black platinum card member, <laughs> you can hunt the most dangerous game. <laughs> Turns out it's man. Yeah, no, I saw
0: that. I I thought thought you were gonna go somewhere a little bit more clever. I okay. saw it a
1: couple times. I saw it when it was hard target with Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, it's a short I saw story. I saw Although, it. Who when wrote it was...
0: the short story of the most dangerous game? Oh, I don't think it's that anybody should be in our wheelhouse. I, one of us should know it's that. It's someone who's not famous have, for anything we have other failed. than failed. No, but I know. Man. But one of us should have that in our yeah, lexicon. somewhere. Probably
1: Frederick something. They're all they're all fucking named Whoa. Frederick back then. Okay, um, what's this week's? So this I'm week,
0: I'm with anticipation.
1: Yes, I was not able to find a single website using Stonehenge hamsters as its domain name. Stonehenge henge again it's h e n right i keep putting the d in there keep i'm sorry the d in there yeah
0: stonehenge hamster so stonehenge yes. being the historical site in england yes um the big I, rocks. I i've actually one of the few uh, of that caliber i've actually been to so i may have some perspective on this so Question number one: Where does hamster fit in here for you? Are hamsters? Is this a Alice in Wonderland situation where the hamsters are creating the Stonehenge? Like we're we're
1: we're making these animals do this thing for us? I guess that's the so the first thing you think is it'll be pictures of hamsters at Stonehenge. Oh, you know.
0: no. You don't know the first thing I think because I am a very unique person. I have my own thoughts. The first thing I think of is a bunch of hamsters with the long beard druid look mm. holding hands around the stone edge. That's the very first thing that comes into my mind. That That's where my mind goes to. And that's where – It's sh- very close to where you're talking that's about. Pretty, that's pretty – That's that's the dead-on image. Yeah. I got the,
1: the white robes with – Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa.
1: Oh <laughs> no let's be careful talking about people in white robes and making, whoa. Oh,
0: wow. making circles
1: around places at night and
0: wow burning things with the with the rope not hooded robes the, the, their faces are showing you're looking at the majestic beards the beards that fucking hit their goddamn kneecaps. You know, um, but yeah, you know what I mean with uh, like with the little uh, rope in mm-hmm. the center. It's, yeah, it's, it's not quite the f- druid. It's a druid thing, right? Like that's what I picture yeah. the, the druid garbs. Can't say robes apparently, <laughs> um, and the, so that's the first thing that goes in my head. But see, I'm a weird cat though. Another place that goes in my head, which is actually kind of like my front runner right now, where I would like to see that website. They do a bit in This is Spinal Tap, where they do that song, Stonehenge, but they mess up the proportions. <laughs> Of what the Stonehenge arch thing should mm-hmm. be for their live show. So, yeah. like, instead of 16 feet, it's 16 inches. <laughs> and they drop it down, and I want to see little hamsters around that Stonehenge and This Is Spinal Tap. Like <laughs> hamsters reenacting This Is no, Spinal no, no. Tap? Like hamsters well, as the. Maybe both, but I want to see with that small proportion one, the
1: hamsters being the druids around that thing. Oh, as part of Spinal Taps. <laughs> right. See, I thought you meant like, like a reenactment No, but I really want to see that hamsters. kind
0: of too and I had that in my brain too. Yes, no, I had that in my brain too of like the hamsters being this is Spinal Tap as well but then what I want most is the small proportion 16 inches rather than 16 feet uh, hamster version of the Stonehenge and them being little druids around it. There'd be There'd be a lot of like Peter Jackson Hobbit <laughs> trickery of camera we we would have both it would be both ultimately I want both yes I want to do hobbit cell screen screen trickery no that was just CG right that wasn't screen trickery there was some screen trickery there was some right yeah okay so that's my ultimate on it but I do like the idea of like Stonehenge being this like Secret hamster creatine
1: <laughs> that like Creatine <laughs> Or not even creatine, like steroids or something like that like, like they go there and they the like hamsters. lick the Stonehenge and it gives them like they become ninja turtles. Like what are we
0: talking about? No, it's <laughs> just like, uh, like a, a, a street name drug. You know, like oh. oh I'm gonna hit me some Stonehenge tonight, you know? Yeah. Like the street name is Stonehenge. Well we did we did
1: the rodents we did rodents on drugs. Last time. So.
0: Oh, I assume that's what this show about
1: now. <laughs> it's just rodents using various drugs. That's yeah, where, that's so that's,
0: the, uh... that, that's my full nomination. You got the last one. Uh, if, unless you have another better suggestion. It is hard, though, because it's like a bit. That's not really a website. That's not really a whole encompassing thing.
1: I don't know. I thought about maybe like a website detailing some vast conspiracy about how Stonehenge – will like unlock the great hamster and it'll wreak havoc all over the world. Um then I remember I don't that know if that's South did something similar with guinea pigs, I believe. Um, so then I was like, oh that's where I got that idea.
0: Have we gone the angle where like um and this is more gerbils, I do understand, but like um
1: Richard Pretzels would like to take this opportunity to, exp- to say that they have nothing but the utmost respect for Richard G- his storied career in Hollywood and his activism.
0: <laughs> hamsters at Stonehenge? What, what was it? Hamsters of Stonehenge. Right? No, Stonehenge Hamsters. Stonehenge Hamsters. It just immediately goes to a site of a <laughs> 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 Richard <That's two. laughs> Richard G- <laughs> <laughs> that and it, like,
1: it's like a guided tour. <laughs> You're saying we should just steal videotape of Richard's last colonoscopy.
0: Oh, 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 no, 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 no. I am not saying that at all. Firstly, like, way too dangerous. We just get some random guy's colonoscopy. Like, you can fucking tell. Oh, that's Richard. No, 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 no. I know that colon. That's Richard... Yeah, that's him. We can get anybody's call. It doesn't have to be a man. It could be... People will know. It could could literally be a goat. People would not know. People will know. Whatever it is, there's going to be like... A section of small colon that you go through in this magnificent Stonehenge uh, hamster thing where it's, it's going to be like it's going to be like a little bit of usual colonoscopy work. And then it's going to be fields with druids, hamster druids inside the colon. In, inside the colon. Yeah. That is a website, though. Like the other, the the spy on tap thing is an idea. That is a website. That that
1: that's that's taking you in deep. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not in any way represent the views or, or opinions of Pretzels, America's bread. Okay, we are we're there. Stand strong, stand salty, America's bread.
0: back from the break we got one little bit before we get into our list um this is one that we call steal this joke so the premise of this one is that we're both comedy lovers both stand-up lovers um, you need to be bring more to the table because this is week two and i've brought up a joke and oklahoma You didn't I,
1: ask me to bring one
0: i think there's a a standing order and if i didn't ask before I'm asking now. The oh, i The people want to hear from Oklahoma Kid.
1: The people oh, want to hear some.
0: the Oklahoma Kid joke. So I, I'm working overtime on this one. We'll see how it goes. The idea is, is that you can make this joke work. Go for it. This is this is for you to steal. Steal my joke. Hopefully it's an okay joke. That's going to be super loud, dude. Super loud. I gotcha. I don't know about anybody else, but... Porn acronyms have become confusing as fuck to me. There's too many of them. BDSM, BBW, BBC. It starts out really B-heavy, by the way. Uh DP <laughs> ATM. <Like> most born.
1: <laughs> 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 you, just, you, just, you just threw that one right over the floor. What it was starts, your it's you said it starts out very B M. Yeah. And
0: yeah. Said,
1: like most porn
0: uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did like that reaction. If we can get that part cut into it. <laughs> but uh I fucked up my flow a little bit, so I'm gonna try again. Start from the top. I don't know about anybody else. But porn acronyms have become confusing as fuck to me. There's too many of them. BDSM, BBW, BBC. It starts out a little (laughs) B-heavy. DP, ATM, SWB, PZYJC. Maybe. I don't know. I, I get so fucking turned around. One time I thought I was getting into some really kinky shit. But it turned out to be... Polish video about thermodynamics, and I'm not going to lie to you, it was pretty hot. And then then lukewarm. Puns. Which, by the way, was the name of the porn star who directed the movie. And you know what? Lukewarm. Good for him. He's branching out. He's making it happen. Everyone said he was just going to be a good set of balls, and he's proven them all wrong. He's got the brains and the balls. And that's the joke. I, I, like I said, it, it, it gets to a point where it's – and I, but I just think it's really funny. He's got the brains and the balls. I don't know why I think that's funny, but I do, and that's my joke. Good luck with it, folks.
1: Yeah, I would have cut about half of it.
0: Yeah, definitely cut and paste. Cut and paste. Lukewarm being the porn star name. That I was good. Yeah, pretty
1: solid. That's where I would have cut the joke. Is after okay, lukewarm. Okay. Okay. Like, that's your big punchline. That's in that the big punchline. You got some. You got some little punchlines, and then boom, the grand finale. And the grand finale is lukewarm. Who also is the actor who directed the film? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's, right. Okay. That's you stick the landing See, right this, there. Boom.
0: well, but this is the hard part. Is that like I said before? Trademark
1: TM little r in the circle. Wow,
0: <laughs> that was a move that I just happened. That. <laughs> it's very hard to describe on audio, but
1: there was a move there, and it was amazing balls. Well, last time I tried to make the a little a symbol for a little R, and you were like, "That's a symbol." Should I go back and then just stop on the the
0: um? You mean you want to try it again? Well, th- that's the thing is that that's always the hard thing is that like. Once you've heard the joke, the natural laughs aren't there. Like, what I need to do is I need to tell you the joke and then mark the spots where you were laughing and then show it to you again and be like, laugh at these points, asshole.
1: (laughs) Another one of lukewarm's.
0: Wow. <laughs> Good turnaround. I like it. You know what? You know what? That's the whole point. Is that we're leaving this to somebody else. And that's a brilliant way of ending this. Right there. <laughs> right there. Me, like, what should I do? And then you with that great punchline at the end. There we are. Okay, uh, let's take another break and we are going to go to the list. So, buckle up,
1: folks can cage
0: the rage. So
1: why
0: do you only call when drinking alcohol? Welcome back to the break. We're getting into the list now. Premium.
1: Premium. I told you, man, I get 0.3 cents every time I say it. Not from Foster's, though. No.
0: Well, tonight he's been drinking Foster's Premium for people who have no idea what
1: the hell that means. In case you have no idea what's going on, Pretzels would like to take the chance to tell you that nothing pairs great with a nice mustardy pretzel than Foster's Premium. Australian for beer and America's bread. It's cool. Ooh, baby. I think I like
0: Australian for beer and American
1: for bread. I don't
0: know why. That sounds cool to me.
1: Disagree. Yeah, I like I'm, I'm kinda I'm kind of, you know, emotionally invested in America's bread at this point. <laughs> How many times have I tell you that hand motion does not
0: work on radio? I think people can feel it in the performance. <laughs> sure, sure. You know. <laughs> For those who aren't up to date, we are doing a list of things that we would have liked to see or things that we hope to see in the future when it comes to the first two series dropped by Disney+, Plus: WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe just quick rule fresher, last week, just one sentence, your choice was?
1: Uh, a show about vision on a um, philosophical journey through the everyday world called, vision, called quest. vision quest
0: mine was basically exploring the the birth of wanda's kids and its relation to the marvel canon of mephisto being responsible for the birth of her children so that was choice number one and two mm-hmm. let's get the choice number three of our eight yeah. here this week what are we moving on to uh, we're still on wandavision though if yes I, yeah, because
1: okay. I I I'm pretty sure you did as well. Because mine's
0: a wand division as well. I think this is my last wand division though, so we'll kind of end this show. Yeah, because I did. With this pick,
1: I did two and with two. These picks. I yeah. came up with two I two things I would want to see. Me too. And yeah, and so I did them. When you described the thing at first to me, the topic, for some reason I interpreted it as things that could be spun off where the MCU was. takes it, not yeah. necessarily
0: what they did wrong, but yeah, where they would did take em. what. These I did them as, did. like,
1: what could be the next thing that spins off from this? And I did – it was interesting with both of them. I had one really strong idea and one kind of idea of, like, well, I really like this, but I'm not quite sure where the best place to go with it would be. And this one was SWORD. Okay. So the Sentient Weapon Observation Response Division. Right. And, and we saw um, – both Maria and Monica Rambeau and Captain Marvel. And, and so in the MCU version, Maria Rambeau, the mom, is the person who establishes S.W.O.R.D. She's the founder. Right. And the interesting thing was in the show, I, I'm almost 100% certain, there's a spot where the guy who's taken over for Maria after she dies during the blip years say that they are now the sentient weapon, blah, blah, blah. As if they have changed it in that interval and kind of changed their focus. Right. Um, Because in the comics, of course, S.W.O.R.D. is the sentient world observation and response division. Their job is basically to monitor other planets and basically try and make sure they're not planning to invade us.
0: Well, I think for the purposes of the show, it was kind of a... uh quick reveal for the white vision and Mm -hmm. all the kind of sinister stuff that they're doing yeah whereas it's it's a lot more of a pure thing and there isn't the they're the good guys shields the or swords the good guys
1: yes in the comics yes right right
0: so do you have them being the good guys or do you have them follow the
1: yeah no so i would be uh definitely have it be sword doing what they're supposed to be doing rather than what they were doing under that guy Right. Cuz at the end of WandaVision we see him getting arrested. So he's not and the implication is Monica's going to be in charge of S.W.O.R.D. is what they kind of imply. And I did think you could also you could do that. You could also go back and do stuff during the years when her mom, Maria, and you could have it showing, you know, the building of S.W.O.R.D. and whatnot. And I do like that doing something with that because it's like, you know, I thought that actress was good in Captain Marvel and it's kind of like she's probably not going to show up again. But it's like if you did this, you you could give her a thing and have that character get a little fleshed out, and then that would be really cool because that's you know they're obviously gonna uh, develop uh, Monica into a big character, you know, Photon.
0: But which one do you want? Like, do do you want going from there? Do you want the origin story, or what do you think the best fit would be? Well,
1: that's the hard thing is because you're doing you're doing a real departure from the comics. Because the thing with S.W.O.R.D. in the comics, they are most heavily tied to X-Men stuff. Okay. Because in the comics, the person running S.W.O.R.D. is Abigail Brand, who is a mutant. Okay. And I was looking at something the other day, because I'm not up on the most current stuff. I always buy things in collected editions, so I'm always a few years behind. But at this point, I believe S.W.O.R.D. is, is like almost entirely staffed by mutants kind of thing. So the other weird thing about trying to draw from the comics is that the other big thing that S.W.O.R.D. played a part in was Secret Invasion. Right. And they, and they have announced something called Secret Invasion, <clears throat> but it's I'm not sure how they're going to play it. I'm real curious to see because in the comics, the whole thing of Secret Invasion is that the scrolls right. have been like slowly taking over the planet by impersonating people. And because uh, I mean, you know, the scrolls in the comics are often the bad guys. Uh, I well, mean, that's definitely. how they were first introduced. Right. They were villains if in Fantastic Four. Right. Um. So I'm I'm very curious to see like what they actually are doing with that because it's like the scrolls are very sympathetic in the MCU. They're they're good guys.
0: But we do know that it's on the docket. uh yeah. Secret Invasion and. Yeah. Something is, um, is something is a brewing. Is a brewing. So. I, yeah, I kind of feel like the more interesting one then, and just, you know, stop me, this is your choice, obviously, but is to go the actual formation, how everything went wrong, how, I, I feel like there was a a point where sword was at the exact sword that we think of in the comic books, and then that corruption to where it became to in WandaVision, you know, but having the the golden age before the usurper kind of deal. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's
1: kind of what went <coughs> in the one that I, I and It's funny you said. You know, the failures, because I was almost thinking like, yeah, it'd be really funny to see them like when they're first starting to, to when they're first putting this together, and like how, almost have it be a little bit of a comedy dealing with like all the shit that goes wrong when you're trying to start this <laughs> thing up, like. You know, like, Shield's got all the good stuff. They're this brand-new organization, so they'd be getting, like, all of Shield's leftovers. They'd be getting, like...
0: Well, but if it's set up, though, still with the world thing, it could almost have, like, a Men in Black feel where you're, like, figuring out because like, you're just getting under your feet here so there's this mm-hmm. whole universe and they, all these different aliens that you know nothing about, all this bizarre stuff and every day is just it's, um you know, with good art you're either making the uh, mundane fantastic or you're making the fantastic mundane well we're making the fantastic mundane here like these just crazy ape shit stuff, now do you want it to be a little bit more of that men in black feel where it's just kind of maybe a little slapsticky do you want it to be like the Office, where it's all really subtle and uh, I was thinking, no laugh track. Where, where do we go with that?
1: I was thinking a little more, like, not so much a sitcom where it's, like, got a laugh track and stuff. Right. Um, but not quite as dry as The Office often was. Right. Um, some were kind of just shy of that. Like, I want it to kind of be, I'm trying to think if there's something that's a good... News radio. Um We'll see no, news radio still had like the laugh track and everything. No,
0: but if, if you um, take the laugh track out of news radio where – there's already a little bit introduction with TVA in Loki. Yeah. We can talk about Loki, people. We're not going to go into Loki as a show, but they had that a little bit. But like if the whole thing was the bureaucracy center and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think fact, news yeah, radio's like, bureaucracy
1: is – the 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 one I would model it after. I don't know about you. This is the kind of show I would want this to be. Okay. There was a comedy that was on for two seasons. It was uh, had Portia de Rossi. It's what she went to after doing um, Arrested Development. The first run of Arrested Development. It's called Better Off Ted and it's about this like oh, company right. okay. it this it's like about a like a massive like mega global you right. know, owns like 10 million things but it takes place in their r&d department and it's about the guy who's like the head of r&d and so they're developing all these different weird products and there's these two weird guys that, that work in the lab right and then it's got you know the the hr girl as a character and all this right. kind of stuff right and it's like i want that show so if you've ever seen better off ted But with superheroes and aliens, that's what I want to see. I want to see, like, an episode about, like, where, like, they, you know, tried to fire off a mega laser and it, you know, caused all the computers to go on the fritz. And it's Uh just, like, them – it's just, like – Everybody else having to deal with the IT guy, and they all don't want to deal with the IT guy. I love
0: that idea of them getting all, like, a virus. Like, being the very first episode, they get an intergalactic computer virus that shuts everything down. That's a great setup for a pilot. You know what? You know what? It really –
1: the moment in the first Avengers movie, you know, and Tony Stark comes out, and he's yelling onto the helicarrier. He walks in there, and he's, like, making jokes and – yelling stuff and he points at one guy and says that man's playing galaga he thought we wouldn't notice but we did and then he you know blah 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 the scene goes on and then at the end of the scene you see that guy and he turns around and he turns his screen back on and he was playing, playing galaga, galaga. Yeah. it's like if you can take that moment you know this guy he's on the shield helicarrier iron man's right here the hulk's right here captain's america but he's yeah he's just playing Galaga he's just you know like sneaking some time on the web when he's supposed to be doing you know some expense report thing right you know uh, like I want that more like that I it would be just infinitely hilarious to me right I had a similar idea in terms of what I was gonna do for one of my things for um Falcon and Winter Soldier but then I ended up coming up with a better idea for the on that topic sure. So it's funny that I got to get that – yeah, get that uh, workplace comedy back in there.
0: I think like I do – like I said earlier, it does make that opportunity to make it a fantastic mundane. To really yeah. just like show that, no, it, there's there's all the moments of – it's all the cutscenes, all the things up between the panes, if you will, of a comic. You know, Thor is ripping out to another planet. It's like – even with Thor's capabilities it takes a while he's you know hanging out yeah, there for hours he's,
1: like. he's got some flight time before right he, he gets there yeah you know it's like you know Batman gets in the bat plane yeah. and then yeah. then shows up in Metropolis and it's like yeah that that was still probably like at least a 20 minute flight for him where he's just like just driving driving the bat plane like what's he listening to? What's the podcast Batman has on in the Batplane when he's flying <laughs> to Metropolis to to help Superman with something? When he's when he's flying out to to go to the Justice League satellite base. I love the idea of like
0: the drive. There's no music, There's nothing. It's just him.
1: Well, kind
0: of cloudy tonight. That's weird. Thought <laughs> that it said it was going to be pretty clear. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just
1: kind of talking to himself. <laughs> yeah, talking to himself through his day. Like I said, like, them just dealing with the shit, especially of, like, the same shit that any new venture has to deal with. You know what like, I think
0: would actually be really interesting? Okay, oh, have sorry. you watched...
1: Uh, I'm sorry, I'm stepping on feet. Go ahead. Um, have you watched the Modoc show that's on Hulu? No, no. Okay, so they have this whole show. It's a comedy. Patton Oswalt voices Modoc. you know, the big head guy in the show. Right. And at one point, they're talking about, you know, the he's starting up a he the old version of of aim is no more right and he's starting up a new version of his group aim you know his 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 criminal his his evil organization that does you know crazy evil science (laughs) and he's like we will you know build up a new foundation and and rise to the heights and topple the the avengers and conquer the world and then the next scene is like him and the two people who are starting it with him, they're like in this empty office and they're putting together IKEA furniture. Right, right. You know, and right. they're like, and it's like, no, like, uh, I need, I need this wrench. And they're like, no, 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 you just do this. And like, ah, <laughs> you know, just dealing with the IKEA. And it's like, I kind of want to see that with Sword, of just like they're trying to get their spaceship up and running and it just keeps right. having problems. They're, you know, they're trying to figure out, like, you know, they meet an alien. Well, now they've got to figure out his fucking language. Right. So, you you know, you have this episode where they're all just like trying to figure out what this alien is saying and no one's getting it right, you know? And you know, it's it would just be a like, really
0: funny bit, would be, you know, the idea of like, again, uh, there, there's always some kind of versions of sci fi, but there's a little thing that translates alien languages for you. You know, it was the mm-hmm. fish and hay strikers, it was, yeah. you know, this side or the other. Um, but it actually being a little bit more like Siri
1: where like the first few times it messes everything up and is uh, exactly uh, right exactly like cuz they're not going to have you know it's, when we see star trek they have this perfectly perfected little device that clips onto their shirt and instantly makes it so they hear exactly you know understandable to them and it's like That thing had to go through, like, beta testing. Right. (laughs) That thing had to go...
0: Well, actually, I was going to say, what would be actually really interesting, whether it's news radio, Better Off Ted, even the fucking office, wherever you want to go with it, you have that bit. You're doing that comedy Mm -hmm. the whole fucking season Mm -hmm. until the last five minutes... And then the blip happens. You, like, realize that, like, no, it wasn't just superheroes in the middle of their epic stuff. Like, it was people fucking off at the office, too. It was people, you know, doing whatever. When the blip happened, like, you saw all the big stuff with Spider-Man and fucking Black Panther and all this epic shit. But, like, there was also, you know people fucking at that moment there were people uh doing all these different tasks and they would kind of bring that home i think you know just to have like these last five minutes of the blip happening it could even just have been a minute or two i don't know but it would be a nice way it'd be it'd be really interesting yeah right
1: just imagine like (laughs) you're having sex with someone and all of a sudden this is like ash and you're just like was i fucking a vampire (laughs) like oh my god i'm living a twilight novel (laughs)
0: Welcome back. We kind of teased in last episode because there's a little bit of a discussion of a character named Agatha Harkness. Mm-hmm. I, I said let's let's wane on that because this nine next pick is exclusively about Agatha Harkness. Well, Agatha Harkness, again, I think a lot of our a lot of my choices at least uh, go through like some of these gray areas between the Marvel canon and the MCU. Mm-hmm. And this is one where it's like trying to bring back from the Marvel canon who Agatha Harkness is. Because in the Marvel canon, she isn't introduced with Scarlet Witch. Nope. That is not where her role begins. Her role begins as the nanny of Franklin Richards.
1: Yep. Child of Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible One.
0: Correct. That's how she's first introduced in the Marvel comic books and i want that that's that's definitely where i want to be at and i have thought about it and i i I realize like the the show i'm trying to mimic here if you will or at least the relationship with agatha and franklin because i think it is it's a show about both of them Mm -hmm. the analogy i want to make to is mando and baby yoda agatha is mando Mm -hmm. agatha is this uh, and, and and Franklin is going to be a very young child mm-hmm. some things about Franklin that are very interesting and why I think it fits this template set by Mandalorian with the baby Yoda is that Franklin
1: is an Omega level mutant I actually was reading something yesterday Yeah. he actually turns out they've retconned it he is not actually a mutant
0: interesting but has Omega level mutant powers yes he still has that they didn't he say has he the powers yeah
1: no they just they thought his powers were because so they they when they introduced him they made it that he had his powers you know right. they had him be a mutant have the X gene just like right. the X Men they have now retconned it so his you know powers that help him let him warp reality like Wanda actually altered his you know body in some way to make it look like he had the X gene Interesting. that's the new in story explanation okay. but is. But that he was never actually a mutant. Right. Mimicked being a mutant using his powers. That
0: may be a way to get around the introduction of X Men and all that kind of stuff. But I think the 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 thing that what makes it interesting for me is that he's he's just super powerful. But you know if he is a mutant, well, and the thing is is that what why actually the thing about the mutant thing does fit is that he has his powers developed very early
1: where most mutants
0: Mutants. it's like puberty kind of thing you Mm -hmm. know there's almost a correlation with that uh yeah him he was a baby yes and so that's why again the like the mandalorian thing is that like yes agatha is the main character but a lot of the plot is driven around her trying to deal with this super powered being yes you know what i mean so where the storyline with Franklin goes, it was already been set up in the in the comics, is that Annihilus makes this machine that can release all of the psionic power of Franklin Richards involuntarily. And so when that happened, Mr. Fantastic has to basically put his own kid into a coma. Yes. Correct. I want that all done off screen. I want it to actually... It's all through the eyes of Agatha. And, like, she's trying to figure this stuff out. And, like, all these things are happening. But, like, all the Mr. Fantastic stuff's all off screen. And then Mm. he comes back to Agatha... Uh, and she's trying to figure out, like, why is he in a coma? How could this happen? And like, she isn't mm-hmm. given, you know, you usually, if, if you're going through a divorce, you don't talk about it with the fucking nanny, right? right. <laughs> like, these are personal things that you don't need to know about. Mm-hmm. And also, she's kind of demonstrated his her powers. And he doesn't know how much he can trust her. Yes. You know what I mean? it's an interesting way to be start to introduce the fantastic four as well but i really think that core relationship between their two and almost at the end having it be like a with the coma thing there's all having some real kind of heavy stuff behind yeah. it too and her trying to cope and deal with that and uh but like with baby yoda as well everything is centered kind of around baby yoda with all the chaos going on but it's through the perspective of agatha she's the protagonist she's the one trying to protect this little kid and there's obviously going to be things where like great affection are between the two and it was that way in the comics remember what i remember yeah and i i think because it's through agatha's eyes like mr fantastic is kind of i i kind of almost want i want sue almost to not be present at all Mm. and i want kind of mr fantastic being the contact point and through her perspective and what we're seeing through her eyes Mm. and everything like he's maybe kind of the bad guy they, they haven't done a, a cast in Mr. Fantastic yet. I, I want it to be someone who can play that line really well, where it's like, we should like this guy for all these reasons, but through this person's eyes, maybe not. I want it to be really complicated in that way. Nick Cage is Mr.
1: Fantastic. Can't cage the rage. Yeah, you know I'm not going to argue that. You know,
0: actually, who would actually maybe play it Oh, it's hard, though, because he's... You don't believe Keanu Reeves is really, like, smart, 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 but he would be able, to, I think, to play that line really well, where he's got, like, this, these puppy-dog things, but, like, you can see him kind of doing these real fucked-up things, too, you know? Like, he's got that, that tinge in him. That's why he's so good in John Wick, and um, where there, there's that little bit of darkness and shatteredness there. Oh, fuck. You know who would actually be great? Someone like Ethan Hawke as Mr. Fantastic. Okay, sorry. But he would be able to walk that line between Mr. Fantastic and this fucking asshole. Like, you kind of hate him, but you kind of want to like him.
1: You know the line he walks? The line that Ethan Hawke walks is the line between douche and bag. Because he's a little bit of both. Because he's a douche bag. Right.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Not a fan. Fuck Oklahoma. Fuck Ethan Hawke and fuck Zach Braff.
0: Catchphrase number three. Nice. Got it in there. Well, I'm hoping that's all going to cat me out for how hard you hated that.
1: <laughs> oh, I have no problem expressing my hate for Ethan Hawke. I know. He just bothers Jesus. me. Jesus, it's going to be one of those things where it's definitely going
0: to get in now because he bothers you so much and you'll be able to sound off.
1: <laughs> so the let man, me just
0: move away. Sorry. I just, just – I'm say, just spitballing just here say, with who
1: could be Mr. The fantastic. man wrote a semi-autobiographical novel and then wrote – a screenplay adaption of his own novel and then directed that screenplay of his semi-autobiographical novel and then on top of all that played the role of his own dad in the movie that he directed that he wrote based on the book he wrote like yeah, i don't know but how he's... much
0: farther someone can disappear up their own ass <laughs> right oh shit matt damon and he has something about him, too, where it's like you could you could see him kind of being a bad guy and a dick and a villain, too. Like, he could play things just perfectly where I kind of like this guy. And he's really smart and he has all these attributes and all these things. But, like, in this interaction right here, like, he, he has this little, like, dark edge thing on him where it's like you could see him being a slight villain. It wouldn't be a whole villain but I want Mister Fantastic to not be a whole hero. I want to be. There's a little bit of a, because we're all a little bit villains, a little bit heroes, depending on whose story's being told, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
1: yeah like, uh, uh, it's funny. There was a Willem Dafoe said in a in Ooh, an interview. would be good too. He'd be good. Yeah. Um, he, he was asked in the, in an interview, like, do you prefer? Is it more fun to be the the you know the villain because you can kind of. Act, go big or to be the hero because you're the star uh, and you get to be the blah blah blah, you know, and, and then and Willem Defoe goes, good, bad, everybody thinks they're righteous. That, <laughs> that is an amazing line. Isn't it? That is that just fucking, is fucking
0: great. Should be put in the annals <laughs> of time of quotes right there.
1: That is amazing. And also, completely true. Also, annals of time <laughs> directed by lukewarm
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice
0: callback i love it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah i don't know i don't think i got anything else that's gonna do it for us for wandavision i think I, I do have to say i really liked how agatha was introduced in wandavision there's a lot of stuff about it but i do want to see more of agatha
1: I, do. I enjoyed the actress's performance of it. Right. Yes. And that
0: Catherine Hahn is amazing.
1: Yeah, she was and great. She she's was a great, great with what they did. Great had to do. Agatha. I'm not and I'm not this super is, pleased this is, with But this what is they part did, of but. this
0: is part of me as well, like I I want to see a, a role that I can be super pleased in the writing as mm-hmm. well of it. And um I think that that would be where I would want it so th- yeah. that it is definitely one like missed opportunity for me
1: uh with yeah Wanda with her like they didn't yeah they just introduced she just was like kind of a run of run of the mill villain which right. first off she's a like we said she's the nanny for frankly she's a good character she is by no means a bad guy in the in the the comics right uh I feel like I feel like they they put her in in that the way they did into the show because they needed some type of Actual villain for Wanda to fight right. at the end, and rather than just making it straight up just a thing of her realizing that she's she's the bad guy.
0: I think we both agree she isn't the character that we see in the comic books that we want to see. Uh, Catherine Hall be able to play. Yes, and that she, I think I think going into the Franklin Richards storyline is how you do. it. That's how you get that actress to play that role to show that character and be able to really make
1: it something spectacular. No, oh, yeah, it would definitely be, be really cool.
0: So, I guess that's how we'll finish out WandaVision. Um, go Agatha Harkness. Okay, welcome back. Um, let's get to the outro. Oklahoma Kid do you have any uh salutations uh legal announcements? I do have the fine print.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Oklahoma kid, bring us the fine print. All right. <clears throat> The Nerd Obscurial Podcast is a Gadzooks and Nerd production. That's Gadzooks, G-A-D-Z-O-O-K-S. Find us on the web at gadzooksandnerd.com slash meow. Yes, meow, M-E-O-W. If you liked the music, you can find more at gadzooksandnerd.com slash fields. That's fields, F-I-E-L-D-S. The Nerd Obscurial Podcast and its content are, except for the steal this joke joke, the wholly owned and copyrighted property of Gadzooks and Nerd. So don't go stealing any of it, except, of course, for the steal this joke joke, or we'll have to sick big pretzel on you. Any works, products, Concepts or otherwise intellectual property not owned by Gad nerd mentioned or discussed in the Nerd Obscurial Podcast, are done so under fair use for the purposes of commentary, critique, and obviously comedy. So please don't sue us because we can't actually stick big pretzel on anyone. The views, ideas, opinions, and beliefs expressed in the Nerd Obscurial Podcast are solely those of its creators, which is to say your esteemed host, Eric the Chewbador, and me, the Oklahoma Kid, and do not represent the views, opinions, or beliefs of any individual or entity named, referenced, or alluded to in this podcast, including but not limited to Nicolas Cage, Leonard Nimoy, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And its parent companies, the Buggles, Marvel Comics, and its parent companies, Lou Reed, Foster's Brewing, my wife and her parent companies, the great state of Oklahoma, and of course, all cats everywhere on the internet. Hail Cthulhu.
0: Okay, I just have to say, at least in my mind, I went to the place where I heard Big Pretzel, and I know you're saying like, like Big Oil, but I also thought, like Big Pretzel, like, we got this guy named Big Pretzel, we're gonna sick him on you, see? <laughs> Get him, Big Pretzel! Ah! <laughs>
1: Why can't it be both? So the sign
0: off, first and foremost, thank you for everyone who's come this far and listened. Any way you can support us, um, like, subscribe, stars, comments, reviews, try to be positive, I guess. But, you know, part of this thing is about doing your own thing. If you want to set up a Patreon account for us, (laughs) if you want to do this, that or the other, if you enjoy our content however you can help us out however we can make this bigger however we can bring more people in on what's going on here i guess really at the end of the day what i wanted to leave everyone with was the fact that it's a small acts that we do for each other and maybe uh maybe even a selfish act Is a small act that can try to help people and try to do good things. I think this is a very selfish act we're doing here, but I'm trying to have fun. And if it helps somebody else and somebody gets a kick out of it and loves it, I think that's amazing. And I hope that that is something that can happen and can be out there in the world. But if you're listening to me right now, remember it's the small things. A little wave, a little acknowledgement, a smile doesn't have to be much doesn't have to take up you you don't have to go down with the ship it's not always that you have to save the person that's drowning but we're only here for so long and it makes me feel good to do good with others so you do good with others thank you so much for listening to us and we'll see you on the next episode thanks guys